2: don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with are the Defective Characters. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today is Tear and Share in episode 133 of Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Woohoo. Do you know what the tear and
1: share is, Dennis? Yeah, it's when I bend over and my pants rip.
0: What would you be sharing? (laughs) My
2: butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's not it. That's actually... This is going to be really fun. Let's explain what it is, and then we can actually go into how the last seven days was. So the tear and share is something... Because I'm a big fan of Dr. Seuss. So I wanted to do things that rhyme. And tear rhymes with share. So we wrote down a bunch of... Actually, let's actually be honest with you. I wrote down exactly some of the topics that we started the podcast with to, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of how many days. Almost 900 days ago, I think we started this podcast. That's crazy. That is pretty nuts. Uh, So 900 days ago, some of the topics up until, I think, episode like 70 that we did, I wrote them down. Dennis tore them Hence the I tear. Them
1: with scissors. Okay.
2: You, you don't have to show everything that you're doing here. Uh, so the tear, and then we're going to share for about two minutes on uh, each thing. So kind of switch it up, if you will. But Dennis, the last seven days, huh? Go into detail. Um, there you go. I went
1: and hung out with James until like midnight the other night. That was like a long day. Um. So
2: Nobody can hear what he said
1: (laughs) Um, I worked on some NFT stuff Played some Minecraft Watched some movies and stuff Our home group had A a 22 year celebration On Saturday So I went to that And like We had a, a speaker Stacy spoke and it was nice There was a lot of people there Mike and James were not there because they hate life, I guess
0: We go to every other meeting You just go to that one once a year
1: It was a lovely meeting
0: <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, other than that, that's about it Nothing okay. dramatically changed Hung out with some Ray and some Steve a little bit this week Which is nice That's always nice But uh, what did you guys do?
2: It's pretty good That was the whole week? That's all you did? That
1: I can remember at this moment, yes.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, last week was good, I would say. Um, got a some good news from work after they said they weren't going to be able to do any merit increases, which is essentially is like cost of living increase, which I guess the last year went up 4%. They haven't been able to do anything since 2019. And since 2019, cost of living went up, from what I've seen, 10%. Wow,
1: that's a lot.
2: Yeah, so I got a 6% raise, so I'm only down 4%. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll take it as a win. But um, I had a little bit of resentment, uh, if I'm being honest, because I don't – everybody gets motivated differently, right? But I know I don't get motivated um, by people saying – you know, a lot of people – um, you know, don't have this stuff. So when I give you this, you should be appreciative. And they said like, there's a lot of companies that they won't give anything nothing like you won't have anything they'll actually take money from you and instead we're giving more and i never say like i'm never grateful when somebody says be grateful yeah that's
1: I'm, yeah the idea that like oh well all these people are suffering so you should be happy he's like no now i'm sad
2: because all these people are suffering yeah that it never makes well, me feel better it's manipulative that's yeah. what it, it is, is. It is. It is. Yeah. it's I, I i mean i think it's i think it's sick unfortunately um I guess it's not sick enough to where I want to get out, right? So I don't know what that says about me, but um, I, yeah, I just pray. I I guess I'm grateful for whatever, right? The six percent difference, and uh, but God, God's pretty funny in that my rent um, the month prior I found out when I was asked to renew my lease went up. Uh, It's gonna go up in May like 4% so it's still a 2% bump you know so that covers that and because I crunch numbers and I I make sure that my income is more than my outcome (laughs) you know because then I can pay stuff and I know that my my daughter's uh, schooling is going to go down 20 bucks a week so that means 10 bucks so that that uh, makes up for uh for some of that you know and I know that that works out well so that was like the big thing of the last week is actually a plus and then my daughter's speech therapy is going pretty good and um I don't know I think that's it I, I got a chance to go to a meeting hung out with James today there were a couple of newcomers and whether my share was good or not, I was able to share. James said, great share, but I don't know if that was just because he wanted Dennis to feel left out because he wasn't at the meeting. No, not. it really was a, oh, a great share. Thank you. It was one of your one of your better ones. Oh, yeah. Some <laughs> of them are just straight garbage, if I can be honest. Um,
0: no, nonsense. nonsense. Huh? No, but you know... Maybe so, a year ago, but not now.
2: Yeah. Anytime <laughs> there's a newcomer there, I just... Um, I guess... Within our home group, and I love the people, especially listening right now, there's a lot of people in our home group listening. I just want to make sure that if somebody is there and they are new, they know that uh, not only is there so many decades of sobriety in the room, but there's also people that remember what the first year and the first, you know, couple months and the first day of uh, sobriety was, you know, I... I don't have the video. The video was taken of my last drink and how like just dilapidated I looked. Um,
0: we should get that video.
2: Yeah, I'm sure my ex-wife has it. I'm sure it's in the evidence room <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> with everything else. Oh, that's you know, horrible. I I hope she shows Olivia. You know, on her first drink. You know, if it if it gets a little wild, she's like, hey, you want to end up like your dad?" You know, I don't really hope that. By the way, if. uh... <laughs>
1: That would, be, that would be so bad
2: uh, it, would be, it would be It would not be good But anyways I, guess I have uh, gratitude Especially today With um, uh, Newcomers That were uh, Yeah In my life Just a couple hours ago So that's it James Hello everybody This is James
0: And um, Hello James I had a really Wonderful time With my Two children I had them I picked them up early On Sunday morning Actually, I went alone this time because the, the wife had to work that day. So I left at 5 in the morning. I worked 13 hours Saturday. And then I got three and a half hours of sleep and then drove to Miami. And it was great because I got to I wake him up at 9 a.m. I was like, come on, Dad's here. And it took him another hour to get ready. So, But that's like normal for them little turds um we got back here and um we stayed at the hotel which was really nice and every morning because knowing how my kids are they like to sleep in and i wanted to get the most out of my day with them selfishly i made dining reservations for breakfast every morning they were here so i'd be like i'd wake them up at nine hey we're, we're going out to breakfast i made reservations no, I don't want to go. I'm not hungry. But then, like, I'd let, them let it sink in. They're like, ah, okay, all right, let's go. And we'd they'd come downstairs, and we'd go out for breakfast. We went to two Disney breakfasts, and then we went to the diner one time. And uh, it was a good time. I had a blast with them. We celebrated uh, my youngest son's birthday. Um, this week, I had nine days off in a row of work. I'm actually going back today, but I still get the whole day to relax. It's really nice. I I love my life. And um, I actually look forward to getting back to work because with me in the restaurant environment, um, like I'm – I don't get into the negativity. I'm I'm more of the positive. And if I'm – like if I have a frown or something, like I literally have two or three people like, James, what's wrong? You can't be like that. Like, we, we need you to be James. And so I'm looking forward to getting back there and just, you know, the camaraderie and having fun with guests and with all the rest of the service and cast members. So anyways, uh, it's a good day. It's a beautiful day. Oh, I went to the Disney water park yesterday. Typhoon Lagoon. It was absolutely gorgeous. I love that park. It's just like being on a tropical island. So Come with me next time, guys. Here you go, Mike.
2: Yeah, thank you. All right, Taryn, share. Dennis, I think you're going to be the very first one. Okay. So so, the rule is whatever it says. Some of these are slogans. Some of the again, these are just topics that we actually talked about before. But we haven't talked about them in two years. So think back of the last like year. If anything comes to mind. Uh, so that way we can keep it fresh. We definitely, at least a year and a half ago, these were topics. So anything, the and at least do thirty seconds on it. Okay. I'll so dive head in head. there. This is the tear and share with tear Dennis.
1: Share. I got miracles in sobriety. You suck. Ooh, you oh. that's like a good that. one. That's a good one. Wait,
2: oh. you all sharing it? Just, him? just
1: oh. him. I think. I mean. To me, the miracles in society is one that I'm still alive in here is the obvious thing.
0: Talk about your anxiety. But,
1: no, I don't want to talk about myself. It's not about me. <laughs> oh, okay. But like okay. the greatest like miracles that I see is when you people come in and they're rough and you might see them a little bit and you're like, oh, man, that person's never going to make it. And then like fast forward a year and a half, two years, it's like that person you thought was never going to make it is still around. And they're a completely different person you know like people you know not to give away anything but like someone like jackson if you know who jackson is um when someone like that came in for the first time it was like oh i was you know it's almost like you're scared that they might die if they go back out and like every time they go out they wind up in the hospital and then now fast forward a couple years it's like a complete different person you know the way they talk the way they handle themselves and act like and that, that's like the biggest miracle that I could ever see. You
2: know, it's amazing.
1: So, uh, yeah. Awesome.
2: Thank you. So, again, how this works is whatever you pull, that's what you share on for about two minutes. Thanks for getting us started, Dennis. James asked a question if everybody shares on that. Nope. We put it back in there at the end of it. And then next time, maybe every, I don't know, maybe every two months or something, we, we do this.
0: We should have a separate bag then
2: what do you mean No, because next time somebody else might pull it what
0: if we pull the same one every time
2: huh i mean there's like must be a reason yeah there but there's like 60 in here like the odds that that happened very unlikely (laughs) service work which is funny because you pulled this for me a minute (laughs) ago what i mean we just had to reset it (laughs) well service work's important okay so last time that we shared on it I talked about one of the first things that I did was I was the GSR and the light switch guy early on in the meetings. But service work the last year in particular for me um, has be, been to make sure that – and it's – it's I think – I don't know. I think, Dennis, were you in the meeting uh the last time, no, I think it was probably Tanya uh, that I went in. Tanya told her story on here. If, if you listen every week uh, or you're a part of our home group, you know her. She was uh, She and I walked in and I saw nobody was sitting at the table. And anytime nobody's sitting at the table with the book in front of them to chair the meeting, I just assume, okay, well, I'm supposed to do it. And I don't look through and go,
1: I think I did go to that meeting. you went to it I think I went came late or something yeah. and
2: I just i don't even I don't even ask and I also and this isn't knocking anybody that does, but when I'm doing my qualification, I do not mention that oh nobody. Nobody was here, so I just stepped up and did it because I know for me, that's just my higher power giving me a little wink, like a little nod, like, hey, this is what you need today. So I love to do that service work of not just chairing a meeting, but anything that gets presented in front of me. You know, uh, James talked about taking on a potential new uh, service responsibility. And if I can assist him, honestly, if my schedule works out, thousand percent i'm in even if it's doing something that i know deep down mike does not want to do (laughs) you know uh if i can do it and it works out always that stuff that's that's how it goes so uh that's service work in a uh in a nutshell all right james oh i knocked over my coffee No, you're going through them. you oh. got to just
0: pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it works. <laughs> well, well, They're not even torn. Forgiveness! Forgiveness. Okay. Take the microphone. <laughs>
1: Dang, that's the perfect one for you.
0: Well, so, apparently I picked forgiveness. And, um... You know, in um... I guess I'll just keep it in... Keep it recent. Um... I have not needed to forgive people recently. Um, not a lot of people have done me wrong. I don't hang out with people who are, you know, you know, not kind people. I, I surround myself with people of the fellowship, uh, with my wife, um, with my in-laws, with my kids. Um, and I haven't found myself having to forgive a lot, which is nice. Do I have a forgiving heart? I think I do. I, I'm not resentful these days, and I do know that the big book says that resentment is one of the the leading causes of going out there to drink. And why even tempt that fate? Even if I know in my heart that I'll never drink again, um, I don't want to even be resentful because it's just so poisonous to me. So I try not to be. Um, I was telling my my other defective characters, Dennis and Mike, that I recently um, made an amends, and um, and it was one of those amends that I could have done a while ago, but I didn't because I I borrowed money seven hundred dollars from one of my college roommates, and this was about f- in two thousand and fifteen. So. Seven years ago. Seven, seven. And um, it's one of those things where it was cut and dry. I borrowed the money and I and I didn't pay him back. And I didn't talk to him. And, and it's been four and a half years almost. And I I just like, I don't have the money. I can't talk to him. I don't even want to talk. I'm not going to even say anything. Even when I did have the money, I'd rather spend it on other things. But when you're recovered and you're in touch with... With God, um, you know, every now and then I get that little, "Hey, you need to do this. You need to make this amends. You need to make it right." Um, and and finally, I I think I was a little scared too, because I don't know. But when I when I did it, I I called him up because he he lives up north, and um, you know, I was like, I was like, "Hey, um, I think I got some money that belongs to you, and I'm I'd like to get that to you right away." And and he was like, James, I'm so glad to hear from you. And then um, after a while, he's like, you know, um, I, was, I was a little irked at first. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was irked. But he's like, in my mind, I kind of thought of it as like gambling. You know, if I had the money and I lent it, I, I had to be okay with letting it go. Did it suck that... You didn't call me, and you didn't pay me back? Yeah, but, you know, I never thought about it. So you could tell he was kind of... He's okay in his mind. And he said, I forgive you. And I was like, well, is there anything I can do to make it up to you? He's like, yeah. He's like, you could play me some Halo online. I, I want to play some Halo. <laughs> I was like, and so It was just like right back to that normal. He forgave me. I was able to forgive myself. And it was just the easiest amends that I I got to do. And... You know, after that, um, because anytime I made like a a purchase or something, especially like a hundred or $200 purchase, I'd be like, man, I'm buying this stuff, but I owe this guy this money, like pay him back. What are you waiting for? So I did. And it was, it felt really good. And now it feels better when I spend money, (laughs) but I still don't, I think I need to be, uh, put a halt on all that stuff. Anyways, oh, this is more than two minutes. You guys are supposed to stop me. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It was good. a great story.
2: And uh, as we d- do these again. I'll say, so I made the mistake. While you were sharing, James, <laughs> I took the bag and I gave it to Dennis figuring he would hold on to it. But he grabbed oh, one out already and kidding. he looked at it and he probably wasn't listening to you because he was thinking about what he was saying. <laughs> you son <of> a gun. <laughs> I, I'll draw it again. Huh? I no, 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 no. This is the very first time. So you, you pulled it out. So I would say share, share on that. And next time Come we'll on, just we hold on to Jewish? it. Why don't we have this be the, the last round? Is that OK? Okay. Sure. So, so Dennis is going to start the last uh, round, and then we'll wrap up. So, what do you got, Dennis? I like
0: it.
1: <laughs> James, I forgive you for calling me the meanest person that you know all last night. I forgive you. It's okay, because I know I'm not the meanest. you person.
0: the meanest child
1: I know. No, you said whatever. <laughs>
0: <Man>. <laughs>
1: whatever. <laughs> I I, I drew I drew progress, not perfection which is, like, the perfect slogan for this podcast. Because, (laughs) and for me, and for James. But, uh, I mean, this is, I have to look at this in two perspectives. One, for myself, that I don't beat myself up too much, you know, and, like, try to hold myself to a higher standard than I'm capable of and recognize that I can move forward baby steps at a time and I don't have to be, like, Jesus Christ or Gandhi, like, today, you know? Um, And then the other perspective is I got to remember that for other people, like James, when he calls me mean all night long, you know, he's not a perfect human being, but he makes a lot of progress. And then, yeah, I mean,
2: that's pretty much it. That's how I look at it. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Dennis. All right. Let's see. I made sure I didn't break Dennis's... um, Shriek of having five minutes to look at mine I have guilt and shame <laughs> See I, And that's exactly what I did with Dennis Just a second ago I made him feel guilty and shameful um, don't I, care. I, don't, I don't know if you guys have seen the show I found out I guess it was an original show um, Back in I think the UK Probably on the BBC Shameless and then it turned into a show that was on i think Showtime with William H Macy and now it's on Netflix and there's 11 seasons and just to give you the uh, i guess the what do they say the thousand foot like scope of what it is it's about a family guy has a bunch of kids And he doesn't really raise any of them. He's an alcoholic. A bunch of the kids are alcoholics and they just kind of make it through. And it's funny. Now I think back to a lot of the moments um, and I am ashamed of how I was back then, but I uh, work through it with using the tools. You know, James was talking about forgiveness a minute ago. And by making some amends in my life to those people that I, I hurt. Even some people that afterwards, they're like, oh, I didn't even know you were doing that. <laughs> like, I didn't even know you were a terrible person. No, like they, uh, they didn't see it still. I had some, some guilt in that. And now there's very little, just like how uh, James was talking about forgiveness of like, you know, in his life, once he did his immense and he's he's still doing it there's less shame and guilt that comes from it you know Uh, I guess the only thing I wish is that maybe I came into the rooms earlier and listened to some of the people in my life when they were like yeah you're kind of getting a little bit crazy with it I wish I could have had those back but I know that every drink that I was supposed to have I had you know So I am grateful for that. And that is guilt and shame. All right. And the final tear and share today. I got identification in recovery.
0: Is this thing still on? Yep. Is is it still on? Just still on. All right. um, This is a good one for me. Um, Basically, when I first came in to the rooms, um, what I liked best were the speaker meetings because during the speaker meetings, most of the time, the speaker would talk about their experience, strength, and hope. And they would talk about themselves. And it wasn't someone coming up to me like my ex or my mother-in-law or someone like saying that I've got a drinking problem, you need to help. It was listening, sitting back and listening to someone talk about what they went through. And they had so many experiences that were just like mine. And I was like, okay, I'm not alone in this. I can they, – they feel how I feel. They did the things that I did. and But he seems okay. And they talk about how they had the, the spiritual experience. I didn't get that right away. In early recovery, I did not get it um, until I had my spiritual experience in 2017. Um, and now, you know, that's one of the best things I like to listen for when I hear – A story in recovery the experience strength and hope i love to hear about the what happened their spiritual experience because sometimes you you hear people and they just talk about you know going to meetings and and that's it and and they're just they're not well Um, but you just pray for those people and i identify mainly with those stories and then as i become recovered and as i am recovered now uh, I hear about, I like to identify with how people talk about their God and what God is doing in their life. And I, I like identifying with people's joy and happiness through their children, through work, the, the achievements they, you know. And sometimes I identify with people's with pain. And, and if I hear someone in pain, I can go up to them and be like, I've, I've been through that and this is what I did to get out of it. Uh, this is how you pray. This is how you meditate. You know, so I think identifying is is the main thing that people in early sobriety have to adapt. They can't. It's hard to go into an AA meeting and just be like, "These guys aren't like me." You got to learn to identify. Um, yeah, I can go
2: on and on, but I only got two minutes. Yeah. Thank you, James. I think it's identifying. Is if you're honest, it's got to be the easiest thing. Cause you know what? When you identify, you're thinking about yourself, and we're all self-centered. So, <laughs> so it's like you're just the the difficult thing is not being self-centered and like lying to yourself. But well,
0: that, that's
1: the thing too. We're good at being delusional. Be like, I'm not an alcoholic because I never drank Listerine or yeah. something. But we did everything else.
2: Yeah. I mean I love identifying. Thinking about myself, good golly, you know. It's uh it's just so good. So well that wraps up the uh, tear and share. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength and hope with you on episode one thirty four, where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects smooth. Remember, cloudy days come and go. But what color are they, Dennis? I think they I said that last time, huh? What? Pink? Yeah, I think so. And we'll see you next time.